Welcome to Food Navigator USA Soup to Nuts podcast with Elizabeth Crawford, where I dish with trendsetters, tastemakers, and industry experts about everything from emerging trends to marketing strategies to regulatory pressures. With annual retail sales of cold brew coffee estimated at more than $29 million in 2017 and predicted to grow to $170 million by the end of 2025, it's easy to see why at Natural Products Expo West in Anaheim earlier this month, so many new players were entering the market with ready-to-drink options or leveraging the smooth, chocolatey flavor profile in products across categories. But as the competition increases, the co-founders of Verve Coffee Roasters realized offering cold brew at its 12 boutique retail cafes and through its draft keg coffee service was no longer enough to help it stand out. They needed something new, and not just new to the category, but new to the world. They achieved this ambitious goal with the launch of a trio of canned cold coffees that they've dubbed Flash Brew, which is a first-of-its-kind selection of cold coffee that's brewed hot and then flash-chilled and infused with nitrogen to keep it fresh and give it a creamy mouthfeel without dairy or sweeteners. In this episode of Food Navigator USA's Soup to Nuts podcast, Verve Coffee Roasters co-founders Colby Barr and Ryan O'Donovan talk about how their take on cold coffee is changing the way consumers view the category and making a better tasting coffee experience that also offers a new segment and avenue for growth for industry. When Barr and O'Donovan first founded Verve Coffee Roasters in 2017, it was with a mission to offer world-class coffees that they stormed, quote, at arm level and by visiting farms and selecting beans that once roasted according to their precise standards would offer vibrant and layered flavors. Unfortunately, Barr said, when it came to cold brewing coffee, many of the flavor notes that attracted him and O'Donovan to the beans were lost. He explained this prompted them to look for a new way of creating a more flavorful cold brew by developing flash brew. Traditionally, cold brew, if you've ever worked in the coffee industry, people know cold brew is something that's brewed in buckets. You know, you put it in a toddy bucket 24 hours later, you put it in over by the mop sink or somewhere in the back room. If you don't know, you can look it up. But, you know, the the, 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 the toddy bucket kind of cold brew world is notoriously casual and it you know usually traditionally involves like a toddy bucket or lots of buckets and and it's sort of just this idea of, of like almost like the sun tea approach to to coffee brewing and just at ambient temperature you let it sit there it's not an oxygen free environment it sits there for 24 hours at quote room temperature whatever that is and we just sort of thought when we entered this category that why don't we take a more, why don't we apply the same precision and attention to detail that we do in brewing all of our coffees, which is we measure temperature to the 10th of a degree and water and, and coffee to the 10th of a gram. Why don't we take that same approach to cold coffee? And so we did, and that's why we are approaching with Flash Brew, which is take precision brewing approach with the finest coffees in the world, brew it and flash chill it. And that coffee is basically the same way you would make maybe it's say an iced pour over in our cafes where it's a cup of coffee for you flash chilled 
and we put that into a can in an oxygen-free environment, preserve all those flavors and nuances, and then that's what you get to experience when you pop one open. Because we're approaching the coffee with the same mentality of how we hot brew coffee, it's more similar to, to the characteristics, nuances, flavor, le- complexities, aromatics of a hot brewed coffee than not. Uh, and obviously, people perceive flavors differently at different temperatures. But when you compare it to, say, a cold brew coffee, we like to feel where co- cold temperature and ambient temperature will not extract all of the aromatic compounds and volatile um, aromatic compounds that are present in coffee. So when you just, most cold brew is, is really, some can say it's balanced, but it's often very, very flat or stale because there's so much in coffee that's not being extracted from it. And so we like to feel that flash brew is like the HD version of cold brew. We're really, really early to the cold brew game. We've been doing cold brew coffee, nitro cold brew coffee. For quite some time, we were one of the first roasters in the country to be doing nitro kegged coffee. But even then, we always were kind of approaching it through a different mentality. We had craft brewing equipment. We were always trying to do it a little differently. And then we had this aha moment you know, what are we doing? Like, just let's take this, let's just totally approach it the same way we brew coffee. Like we know how to do that. If brewing coffee with room temperature coffee was the best way to brew coffee, then all the best cafes on earth would do it that way, but it's not how we do it. So why do we approach cold coffee differently? Verve launched its first flash brew ready to drink coffee in November. And at Expo West, it added two more, a decaf option and a single origin option. Barr explains what makes each of these unique, starting with the decaf, which he says most people approach as an afterthought, but which Verve gave a great deal of thought to in crafting. Definitely people just buy decaf as an afterthought, but we specifically go travel the world, source coffees, buy them, and then we send them to Swiss Water in Vancouver, which is the world's most premier natural decaffeination facility. And they have proprietary method of using no chemicals, no methylene, chloride, no ethyl acetate to naturally decaffeinate their coffees. And they figured out a way to really just preserve incredible flavors in the coffee. And we have this process for us. And so I think most people would never be able to tell this is a decaf. I think there's a lot of of vibrancy, a lot of florality and unique characteristics. And it's, you know, to be, quote, just a decaf. And that's one of the reasons we want to launch with it is to say, you know, we take a lot of pride in it. I think it helps to showcase our point of view on coffee that about it not just being an afterthought of how we approach coffee. O'Donovan added Verve is trying to overcome some of the negative perceptions that consumers have about decaf coffee. It will be a little bit more round and balanced. So it's a decaf that, you know, could be used as espresso, could go well with milk, that type of thing. Um, but yeah, to Colby's point, decaf a lot of times has a negative connotation, sort of weirdness to it, and this is more showcasing the single, you know, varietal characteristics of the coffee. The first single origin option from Verve comes from Kenya, as Barr explains. Because the coffees we selected from Kenya and this one cooperative we work with has this amazingly dynamic, complex finish with notes that, that notes that are like can even be herbal and layered and grapefruit and things we look for in our coffees are are clean sweet vibrant and with with complexity a nice finish complex aromatics is what we do as a brand and we're trying to bring that perspective into a can 
And so building solely for balance and roast is not what we're trying to do here. We're trying to highlight terroir, highlight varietal characteristics, and bring layers to our, to our coffee beverage. The company's original flash brew, which launched in November, uses bean from Ethiopia, which Barr explains is another point of differentiation from many of the other cold coffees on the market. Ethiopia is the birthplace of coffee. All coffee in the world came from Ethiopia. And it's some of the most beautiful coffee in the world. And we chose it specifically when we wanted to launch Flash Brew. It felt kind of emblematic to showcase how we're different. Where maybe everyone else is trying to go for chocolatey, deeper roasted coffees. We wanted to come in with Flash Brew and accentuate our point of view of clean, vibrant, and having these layered characteristics. And we think Ethiopian coffees are some of the most dynamic, floral, beautiful coffees on earth. And so we, we intentionally chose that knowing that's not what people do to help kind of put the exclamation on flash brew. The duo realizes that the idea of flash brew will take time for consumers to grasp, which is why Colby explained the go-to-market strategy is deep and narrow approach, with a heavy helping of grassroots consumer education. The, the fact that we decided to actually call ours Flash Brew and our kind of campaign that this is not cold brew, this is Flash Brew was part of our commitment to help build a category within a category. Um, and so, you know, we went, we're entering the cold brew refrigerators at, you know, national gro- um, natural food grocers and things like that with a product called Flash Brew. Uh, so that on one level is just the commitment that to, to be different in naming, which maybe hopefully has people say, wait, what is Flash Brew? And then now we're having a conversation. And then beyond that is just people really tasting it and having discussions. I mean, it's, it's definitely kind of grassroots, but I think everybody can relate to the idea of an, uh, that, you, that, co- that people make coffee with hot water and that's how you do it at your house. That's how all the best cafes in the world do it. And that's how we're taking this approach to cold coffee. We're not trying to go blast into thousands and thousands of storefronts across the country. We're cold chain. So, I mean, we're, we're really focused in the markets we're in, in the Bay Area in Los Angeles, working with, you know, some DSD and some, you know, premium distributors to get into premium natural food channels. So we've already, you know, been picked up into the Molly Stones and the Gelsons and some other, you know, we're on, we're on deck for a couple of the the, the big ones that you know of in the natural food world on deck. Uh, Shake Shack picked us up in Northern California right away. So we, we just barely have started, um, and but we're really seeing great interest from the right people. And yeah, I mean, the bringing, we see this these products and CPG in general as a way to bring coffee to the people. And at Verve, because we do retail and wholesale online, you know, we're trying to take this as part of an overall omni-channel look at our brand and just see this as a way to get our product and our brand to people outside of Well, the products are still new. O'Donovan predicts that they will help pave the way for a whole new style of cold coffee that will catch on quickly. From a coffee point of view, from a coffee brand's point of view, entering the RTD market, it's, it's not just a formulated drink. It's an extension of, of the roots of our brand. It's the, um, the you know, full authenticity of the brand. And so 
from that perspective, you know, hot brewing coffee is the, is the best way to brew and, and extract coffee. So the flash brewing category, hot brewing category, it, it will be... Um, it will be interesting to see somebody not follow this path. If you're if you're coming from a coffee roaster standpoint, it would be difficult to go down the cold brew path after after this is after your eyes have been open to this. And so, I think for for our from our perspective, it's more of a uh, authenticity and, and a um, you know you know by design this this category allows other players in the in the coffee space to enter um, something that's not as I guess doesn't have as this it's not as synonymous with the grossness that's associated with cold brew but the potential of competition from other players doesn't scare O'Donovan or Colby because as Colby notes Verve has several layers of protection and no one will be able to replicate their coffee exactly obviously the coffees we source is I mean it's people can do it but not not like we do um, and then roasting is it's, it becomes at a certain point a point of view like a chef at a restaurant has a point of view we have a point of view on coffee this, that we source and how we roast so that can't be copied I mean it, people can do so that's one level of protection and then our, our brewing process is actually proprietary but the reason we are we have Verve Flashbit trademarked but the reason we, we want the category to grow and we we want to be seen as a leader of the category but we we want flash brew as a category to grow, and we we know it will. We already are, we're actually already seeing it. Like three months later from launch, we're already seeing it happening, and we were hearing from some pretty influential coffee people that they're going to enter that same way. And it hasn't happened yet. There's a Barista Magazine is running a two two or three page editorial next month on flash brew, and so it's 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 going down. Um, but the, the other thing I was just going to say when we were walking over here too is. We're different as well in that we're not just an RTD company adding coffee to our product. We're a boutique, world-class coffee brand making an RTD product. So, you know, it comes with its challenges of not being a big RTD company, but I think it also gives an honest, different point of view on how we want to approach it, approach these products. And so, you know, if you're drinking Verve Flash Brew, you're going to be drinking some of the best coffees on earth, period. Looking forward, Verve plans on offering a broader variety of ready-to-drink flash brew coffees, including four coffee beverages with plant-based milk alternatives that are sweetened with dates. These will include a classic latte, a chaga maca cacao, golden milk, and a matcha latte. And with that, we've reached the end of another episode of Food Navigator USA's Soup to Nuts podcast. To ensure you don't miss future episodes, I encourage you to subscribe to us on iTunes. Until next time, this is Elizabeth Crawford wishing you a productive and profitable week.